Hello, this is Canyon Podcast Preacher, and I want to welcome you back to Deep Water. This podcast is brought to you by Applied Strength Ministry, where we believe working together in our strengths is the effect of working out the will and calling of God in our lives. The title of this message is Supplemental Sex, or It's Not Just Sex. This is a multi-episode series in which this is episode three of seven. Now, there are some that say Paul was married before he was authentically born again, but that he lost all to gain Christ. Now you say, but then how was he able to control the dimmer after being married? I'm glad you asked, as I am sure some of you discovered that once married, and then not, for whatever reason, you wanted to remain single for God. You were also probably asking yourself how Paul could have become a self-made eunuch. I am making an assumption here that what happened to Paul can also happen to you. Let's look at what happened to him. 1 Corinthians 7, 7, 9 For I wish that all men were even as I myself. But each one has his own gift from God, one in this manner and another in that. Now wait before I go to verse 8. Do you see that he called it a gift? Yep, celibacy is a gift. Oh, I just gave away the end. Verse 8 But I say to the unmarried and to the widows, it is good for them if they remain even as I am. But if they cannot exercise self-control, let them marry. For it is better to marry than to burn with passion. So again, does he state that his celibacy is a gift from God? Yep, insofar as I can tell, and I'm just but a guy reading the word. Now, as you see, he doesn't leave us hanging, does he? He hits a nail on the head when he states that if they cannot exercise self-control, then let them solve the problem by finding a good wife. Proverbs 18.22 No, we don't get married for sex, but you can bet it is a part of it, no doubt. Imagine if society would live by this one rule alone, in that, if they were not called to be, made to be, or choose to be celibate, with self-control following, then they should get married. This one process would completely change this nation. So now let's look at the culprit, aside from the devil, who tempts us. This burning with passion is like the dimmer switch is on high. And if allowed to stay here too long, sin will occur. It is one thing to fight against the devil and another to deal with the never-ending dimmer switch, which is always on the move. I get that God is bigger than these two issues, but keep in mind I have been running as hard as I could to gain all of Christ that I could, hoping I would end up in a daily personal revival-level relationship with God and man. And yet, this has been a struggle for me most of my whole life. I have had good seasons and bad seasons, and seasons that cannot be described in this document. But still, if my intimacy is not regularly managed in my relationship, I will inevitably miss the mark. So much so that I began to question if I'm even saved. Yes, saved. How could you do that, Ken? I would hear it like a broken record. Now surely I know that I will be set free from this struggle, if not before death, then after, but preferably before. So I hope by now you see that the struggle is real, and since I can only speak from a man's perspective, it is all-consumingly being fed at every turn we make on this planet. We would have to leave the church and planet to escape the lust traps set at every turn. Don't believe me? Look around and count how many times in a single day something doesn't contain sex in the content of the message. 
This exercise can be very scary if you haven't been paying attention. And just to be fair, a team of women and men should take the assessment and then afterwards compare notes. Shakaruli will come to the table as each sees what each other defines as laced with sexual innuendo and enticements. In fact, a better assessment may be to try to find something anywhere that does proactively use sex to lure in someone, a crowd, kids, cops, mom and dads, teachers and professors, college students alike. Oh, have I left out any religious group? Well, how long did it take the Catholic Church to recognize that requiring people to be eunuchs creates sin, lust laden due to an interpretation rather than a revelation of the word? I'm not picking on anyone. Remember, I'm writing this because I too struggle. This problem is easily solvable if, in fact, they want to solve it, they being the church. Whether you are a priest or none, you will burn with passion if you are not a eunuch, made by any of the already discussed options above. Unbridled passion mixed with our propensity to sin always leads to a lack of self-control. Hello? Everything sexually dirty comes from not being able to control the switch or the devil. Now I know you know or should know that we can resist the devil and he will flee. I get it. James 4.7 But even so, and let me know how that goes when you are burning with passion. Paul said in 1 Corinthians 7, 7 9 and 7.5 that we should handle this desire properly. And even when married, we should handle business accordingly. If they cannot exercise self-control, let them marry. For it is better to marry than to burn with passion. You marry. You don't become a Catholic priest or nun or monk or pastor or evangelist or preacher without first determining whether you are an eunuch. Once determined, then take the appropriate action to get the dimmer switch settled. Do not deprive one another except with consent for a time that you may give yourselves to fasting and prayer and come together again, so that Satan does not tempt you because of your lack of self-control. What is he saying here? Are they not married? Yes, they are. And now it just got real. Ha! Huh. So imagine, you're married, and things are going well, and suddenly one, no, not tonight, honey, excuse, turns into another, and before long, the husband or wife is struggling with pornography or masturbation, or some other potential marriage-ending crazy thing like cheating. Voila, welcome to the battle of the dimmer switch in the marriage. Sorry, singles, we will get to you later, but I assure you, it may be a difficult journey if you are not already in a place of self-control and are planning on matrimony. Don't worry, y'all. I will get to the hope and faith solutions, besides what I've already included. But without a doubt, it has been my experience that this is one of the more difficult mountains to cast into the sea. Now, one of the biggest unwelcome but invited guests in a marriage has a name called Silence. This guest always invites his brother when he's allowed to stay for any length of time. His full name is called Unintentional Ignorance. Together, they bore into a marriage and plant seeds of secrecy and separation. Before long, and if not dealt with intentionally, I say if you do not treat your sex life as a strategic battle, then, well, you get to join the 50 percenters. Keep this in mind as you look for someone to blame, because I've already told you if I haven't already told you yet, and that is that this particular area, that is, the intimacy relationship, 
requires the cooperation of both parties. It is almost 100% built on sacrifice, doing something for someone else, and it is affected by other things going on in life. Wow, how could we have ignored something so vital to the health of a marriage for so long as baffling? We try to act like sex is a secret thing, and yet it has become one of the most public things on the planet. And I'm not going to blame the church because they're quiet about it. As Christian leaders in the fivefold ministry, we should equip the saints for a healthy relationship by ensuring that they understand the importance of sex management in their life. Soapbox, sorry. So we see the solution, or at least the excuse destroyer, which makes liars and sinners of us all except eunuchs. 1 Corinthians 7, 3, 4. Let the husband render to his wife the affection due her, and likewise also the wife to her husband. The wife does not have authority over her own body, but the husband does. And likewise, the husband does not have authority over his own body, but the wife does. Mwah! What does this say? Does not have authority over her own body? So when we say, you're not the boss of me in a marriage, are we wrong? Yes, at least when it comes to sex. Now, I've just noticed that I use the word sex interchangeably with intimacy. Please understand that this is not about having sex like an animal does. We are not having instinctual sex. I don't think so, right? But so that you are aware, the how to what to should be covered in a marriage course titled something like The New Marital Sex Revolution. A workbook would be provided specific to each gender because the questions should approach the sexes as unique from one another. I know, it's a great idea, right? Yeah, it's on the way. Just as soon as I get done typing this message and 30 more, or a thousand more. Okay, but so to ensure those who associate the sexual revolution to the hippie movement, I just want to be clear that this is not bad. DCOM in part defines revolution as a sudden, complete, or marked change in something. Welcome to the new revolution. Okay, so are we good? Now back to this thing about authority over one another's body. Does this strike you as a bit odd? Are you right now thinking how different your sex life would be if you actually lived in this manner? Understanding what this means? You see how it can have a tendency to ruffle feathers? Yes, you, your own feathers. Yes, you are ruffling your own feathers thinking about handing control of your body as it relates to sex to your husband or wife. Maybe it's just me. And to be clear, I do not know the depths of the value of what Paul is saying here, other than that this is so important, that is sex, that you need to relinquish authority over your own body to your husband or wife, because if you don't, you can cause or bring about unnecessary temptation and sin into the marriage. <laughs> well, that's it for today. Remember, it's not what you find wrong or disagree with regarding these messages, but what you can take away from it. Together, we can do more to impact the kingdom than if we work alone. Let's flip the script and kill, still, and destroy the works of the enemy and create space for the light of lights to shine through into people's lives. Plant a seed and click on the like and subscribe button. Let's build this ministry together. Thanks and see you next time in deep water.